1: we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning shop now in store or online Kroger fresh for everyone.
2: Today on NFL fantasy live weather in Buffalo means we've got double the fun on Monday night. Bill's jets. Raven Saints all in action tonight. We'll give you a full Monday preview coming up. Plus, week 12 has been the week of the running backs in fantasy football. We'll break down their efforts and talk about all your top performers from Sunday. And we've got your weekly recap of the fantasy scores. That helped no one. I try to do it in my Molly voice there. See who stole away points from your fantasy team as NFL Fantasy Live starts now. NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose, the official fantasy football show of the NFL. James Go here with Michael Fabiano, Adam Reich on the far side, and the best teeth in the
3: business. Thank you very much. Akbar. I appreciate that. I am a very good dentist,
2: too.
4: Deion Sanders <laughs> disagrees.
2: Molly Karam's going to be joining us later on in the
4: show. Before we get to everything, though, some congratulations need to be made. eh, hey, That's right. My friend Nikki Bella, who is in the NFL Celebrity League, won the Divas title last night at Survivor Series. So congratulations, Nikki. That's that Nikki. WWE good job. League, yeah. You've met Nikki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: WWE. A lot of fun. There you go. I'm so, giving out no other spoilers. No, no spoilers? <laughs> I was very good on Twitter by not spoiling... There you go. The big spoiling thing that could have
2: been uh, Listen, let's start with our top fantasy headlines for Monday, though. And we begin in Cleveland, which remains the center of the sports universe it somehow. Does? It really? does. It's yeah, LeBron Lee James, baby. Rocks. Uh, wide receiver Josh Gordon made his return from suspension Sunday against the Falcons. Eight catches, 120 yards in his debut. No touchdowns, but about in line with, I think, what you gentlemen were
5: expecting. My, am I was right say that? No, because yeah. no, I thought he was going to come out and break the single-game record <laughs> with 337 <laughs> yards. And no touchdowns. Like, seriously, Josh Gordon, what gives? No touchdowns?
3: You know, I was very I was happy. I-, I was very happy for Josh Gordon. They went to him often. You know, oh they went They took deep shots at Josh Gordon. Never mind the 20, 30 play play count that they were speculating. Josh Gordon is a vertical threat, and they're going to continue to utilize him. They're Right now, they're fighting
4: to stay alive in that division and continue to win out. And this is why we told people for weeks and weeks and weeks to pick him up, because how often do you pick up an elite player off the waiver wire? Now you've got a number one going through the playoffs. A number one that's sitting on your bench, (laughs) Fabs. I still blew this guy out, though. (laughs) There
2: you go. I did. Wow. Uh, less encouraging news about Arizona's lead wideout Larry Fitzgerald. Smack talk is powerful today. Of course. All right, Fitz fantasy. was a late scratch in Seattle and did not suit up due to his mm. MCL sprain. Head coach Bruce Arians said after the game, Fitzgerald could not run. Are you pushing the panic button on Fitz if you own him in fantasy? No. I'm I- a-
3: I was going to say, mine doesn't work because I've been pushing it all season. No, you know, I'm not because there's one thing I do know about Larry Fitzgerald, and I know him very well, is that he's going to go out there, he's going to do the rehabs. He doesn't get injured often. I mean, if you know right. Larry Fitzgerald, I mean, he's a big body guy. He yep. heals fast, so he'll be fine. It's uh, surprising
2: to me uh, that uh, he was even listed as qu- I mean, an MCL sprain, to me, I, I thought he was going to be out two games minimum.
4: So I was surprised to hear that he was going to try to give it a go. But as that's, you mentioned, to me, a right. high level of panic is setting in if you have Larry
3: Fitzgerald. Let it sit in, but you're not going to press the button, though. I can tell you that much.
4: Oh, I'm <laughs> pressing it, I'm pressing
2: it. Uh, In Houston, the possible quarterback of the future, Ryan Mallett, will not be the quarterback of the present because NFL media insider Ian Rapoport reports Mallett has a torn right pectoral muscle and will miss the rest of the of the season. Yikes. Yeah, that's tough to see. See, this is
4: what happens when you sign Ryan Fitzpatrick because he's going to be your starting quarterback regardless if, if you want him to be or not. Now, mallet out for the year, the Amish rifle, back on the fantasy radar, kind of.
2: Kind of, yeah. 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 All right, there you go. All right, let's get to your uh, Sunday's top performers right now and take a look at your top ten fantasy performers from yesterday's games Peyton Manning right at the top of the list Demarius Tom he almost hit my bold prediction of 120 yards and three touchdowns did get those three scores but Tony Romo how about it four touchdowns <laughs> bumping his fist is Michael Fabiano but four touchdowns for Tony Romo a very impressive performance for him and Isaiah Crowell rounding out your top ten. How about Odell Beckham Jr., though? Adam Rank, catch of the year for sure yesterday.
5: You know what? He's coming on strong, and for somebody who wasn't really fantasy relevant for the first couple of weeks, for those of us who held on to him and just stayed true to him, it is starting to pay off in, in a lot. And, it, you know, and it goes to show that this guy, when he was coming out Yo, of LSU, a lot of people, when they looked at That's his awesome. measurables – they thought that he was the best receiver coming into the draft. The Giants certainly thought so. you've been watching the series, finding Giants, you see the process that went into finding him because they took him over, Kelvin Benjamin and some other guys. So he's been the number one guy, and he's shown one. The crow
4: has to eat. Well, Feed the crow. Isaiah if, Crowell. If you watched NFL Fantasy Live yesterday, we were all about the crow. Yes. We were feeding people crow (laughs) does that make any sense No, it's the opposite because we got it right exactly but the fact here is that (laughs) at least for now he is the running back to own there in cleveland until things change and it's terrence west but Right now, he is on fire. He has seven touchdowns this year. Yeah. And Isaiah Corral needs to be owned look in that all stiff arm. leagues. Get off, son. I Get love in, this in there. Love it. Atlanta's uh, run defense, they stink, too. Akbar, my boy out of Cal. C.J. Anderson.
3: Boy, boy, boy. You know, First boy. off, stop giving college shout-out, okay? What? Because my boy's on the team, Ronnie Hillman. He went to San Diego State. Yeah, but where let is me tell he you, at, son? Ha- and look, ha- having, having talked to Ronnie Hillman, I- I'll-, I'll tell you this. Here's the secret to this Denver Broncos running back situation. First off, big props to C.J. Anderson. He sure. handled his business like yeah. he's been doing the last couple of weeks. But whoever is the starting running back – for the Denver Broncos, that's the guy you're going to put on your team. So right if you, you know, got this situation going, who should I put? If Ronnie Hill is playing, play him. C.J. Anderson, play C.J. Anderson. for you. Know,
5: you know what? He looks so good in that offense.
3: He did. We go to Green Bay, the
2: University
4: of Alabama product, Eddie Lacy. Do you remember earlier this year, everyone was all freaked out about Eddie Lacy? I he's not scoring touchdowns. Yep. I caught it cost me a first round pick, and he's been awful. Eat those words, friends, because True. lately he has been one of the best running backs in fantasy football. Five touchdowns in his last three games, and three of those have been as a receiver. Watch this, watch this. I can hear the Look Mario song. No, I can hear the bro. Mario song. Ding, 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 ding He's yeah. in. <laughs> All he does is produce fantasy points, and he plays the New England Patriots coming up, and we know their run defense
2: is not good. By the way, if he could play, if Eddie Lacy could play the Vikings every week, he'd be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's ridiculous sure, he's uh, what he good does. against a lot of teams. Okay. All right, coming up GTL, bro. GTL. Giants. And Tom Landry's team. You like that one? The Cowboys and Giants put on a show in Jersey yesterday. Talk uh, more Beckham and the rest of the fantasy fallout from Sunday night as well. Plus, we're off to Detroit for the first of two Monday night game previews. Everything you need to know about Buffalo's and New York's unusual game in Michigan coming up next.
0: Ralph Wilson Stadium buried in snow, over four feet of snow at Orchard Park. The National Weather Service, by the way, forecasting another two feet. There is not going to be a game in Buffalo on Sunday.
5: I just wait. You know, where are we going? Okay,
1: got it. It's official. We now know the Bills and Jets will play at Detroit's Field on Monday nights, and they're going to use snowmobiles to rescue as many players as possible. This is unreal.
6: I've never been in this type of situation before.
1: I <laughs> do Wow. Quite the ordeal wow. for the Bills. Snowed in most of the week, as we know. Barely able to get to Detroit after the stadium was deemed not ready to host an NFL game. It's been crazy, affecting their practice, their schedule. How much as a former player, Akbar, will this week uh, potentially affect this team?
3: Well, I-, I will say this. Every single player to a man in that locker room was excited that they had to miss practice. And I'll tell you why it's kind of <laughs> like a kid who knows on a rainy day they don't have to go to practice or mm-hmm. go to school. It's that feeling. But we are a creature of habits, and so... Whenever you disturb the false and that, that routine that we have, all of a sudden, you know, that kind of throws you out of whack. And you'll see that show up on this Monday yeah. game because players just, we like the certain travel times. We like the certain things that we do on time. So you're going to see that show up in the Buffalo Bills, either offense or defense.
1: Before we move on, I just want to let you guys know I would come save you in a snowmobile if that ever nice happened. Out here. That, that, <laughs> was,
3: that was good. That out was the ride right that, there. In <laughs>
1: LA. Fred Jackson, off, though, really creating magic. This was a very cute father moment. He, uh, recreated Frozen in right. his bathtub brought snow in for his daughters it was all over the internet it was hysterical can he create magic tonight
5: you know just for that see what I did reason there? I, I would do that for sure anybody who does that goes out and makes their own internet meme of course we will get a spotting start on my bench of course this Let matchup it is, <laughs> this, keep singing this matchup will be a little bit tougher for, you, for him because as you see one touchdown in 11 career games against the Jets, and if you look at his totals against this team over the last couple of years, they're not very good, and so he's somebody that at this point, you're either you're pot committed with him. You're either starting him or you're not, so I'll try to be as happy as possible and just say that he's going to be a big part of the offense. They're going to give him his chances to go out there and give him points, but next week he plays the Browns, so good times are coming soon.
1: Good. I'd recreate Frozen for you guys as well. <laughs> Thank you. Fab, Sammy Watkins is in the Rookie of the Year conversation, and he has a really juicy matchup against the Jets this week
4: he does and what an advantage Tonight. right he goes from playing at the at the ice planet Hoth right uh-huh. to indoors 70 degree yeah. weather for the Detroit Lions mm-hmm. home field and the last time he played the Jets he had over 20 fantasy points so this doesn't only help Sammy, but it also helps all the wide receivers to not have to play in those terrible conditions in Buffalo.
1: No question. All right, let's take a look here at your projections. Let's talk numbers, gentlemen, and uh, see what you're giving up here. Take us through this.
4: Well, we all like Sammy Watkins, that's for sure. Akbar likes him a little bit more than me mm-hmm. and Adam, though. You know what? I,
5: I need more points from Sammy
4: Watkins, so if I can go ahead and
5: double that. And then, uh, Fred, Jack- like I said, I'm just trying to be happy and optimistic mm-hmm. for Fred Jackson people who are uh, – Already starting one way or the other. And then Chibs. clearly, we. Uh, I, I mean, Colin I can
3: I can see the Buffalo Bills taking a shot real early, getting Sammy Watkins going early, oh yeah. get him going, and yeah. then boom, he's on, he's he on the board. He could have
1: a huge game potentially. All right, let's switch over to the other side of the ball now. Not a ton of great fantasy options here with this Jets team, but what do you think about Chris Ivory Akbar?
3: I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Now, I know in the last game that they played, he had two touchdowns, 43 yards, but this is a very good defense. And we saw that against the Miami uh, Dolphins. We, you've seen it all throughout this season. This defensive front very, can be very stingy. Now, all of a sudden, they're playing in a controlled temperature, a controlled environment. They're playing indoors. I think you're going to see the speed of this defense. You're going to see the guys shedding blockers, being able to get up front. Now, Chris Ivory, you could make the argument this may be the game for Chris Ivory, but they don't have enough weapons on the outside to really become a legitimate threat. If there's going to be one guy on this de- team that can probably make a difference, it could be Michael Vick. But outside of that, I don't see uh, Chris Ivory doing anything.
1: Yeah, this Bills run defense, very good. You know who's been even better in fantasy, though? The, The secondary here, shutting down these wide receivers. Fabs Percy Harvin, zero receiving TDs on two of the last three the Bills have allowed.
4: He hasn't been a great fantasy player this year, there's no doubt about it. The good news is that he's seeing more touches as a member of the Jets than he did as a member of the Seattle Seahawks. In fact, 28 touches in three games with the men in green, 33 in five games with Seattle. Buffalo has allowed the second-fewest fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks, so there's a little bit of risk here, clearly. But, again, having this game in Detroit indoors will definitely help his value. I say he's a number three wide receiver.
1: All right, and you're looking pretty even here when I take a look at Michael Vick and Chris Ivory, Percy Harvin. Nothing too crazy.
4: Not a lot of points. Ten points for Chris Ivory. You know what could be the great play in this game? What's that? Other than Sammy Watkins, Buffalo defense. Yes. Yeah. No question. Buffalo defense. uh,
1: They're very good. So we get a bonus tonight. We have two Monday night games. So to watch this game, check it out tonight at midnight Eastern right here on NFL Network still to come. It's almost the end of the regular season in fantasy, so it's time to get your yearbooks ready. Find out who won our fantasy superlatives and what they mean for your playoff run. Plus, Bengals running back Jeremy Hill joins us live. There he is. What's up, Jeremy? We'll ask the star rookie about his early success in Cincy and his college teammate Odell Beckham's ridiculous catch. Stick around. That boy looks
4: Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. I'm Michael Fabiano, and I'm pleased to be joined by Cincinnati Bengals running back and fantasy star Jeremy Hill. Thanks for joining the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're having a great rookie season, Jeremy. Right now, second in rushing touchdowns among rookie running backs, first in yards. Talk about how you've made the transition so smoothly from college to the pros.
6: Yeah, I think it's really just been my coaches and my teammates and my offensive line. They've done a great job blocking for me in those shoes on the outside. We have guys like A.J. Green on the outside getting a lot of attention from double teams and safeties. Um, I'm running against a lot of seven-man boxes, and it's fairly simple. It Really, when the offensive line blocks everyone, I can just do my things, one-on-one against safeties and things of that nature. So if we can continue with this
4: formula, I think we're going
6: to be pretty successful this season.
4: Giovanni Bernard entered the NFL last year as a rookie. What have you learned from him this season? I think
6: uh, everything I've learned from Gio is just come into work every day and just be ready to work hard. I think, you know, he he sets the tone in practice every day, and, and I think that really uh, correlates on game day because everything we do in practice, it really it really translates. And uh, we run hard every day, and we, we do a great job of spelling each other. Anytime one of us gets tired or get nicked up a little bit, we go in there and we spell each other, and the offense picks up right where we left off. So uh, I'm going to continue to lean on Gio. He's going to continue to lean on me. We're going to be a pretty good duo uh, going down this final stretch.
4: Now, being in a backfield committee, do you guys know going into games how many touches you're going to see, or does it kind of depend on what's going on in the game? I think
6: it depends on what's going on in the game, what kind of what guy kind of gets high, what kind of guy has a better feel for it. And I think Hugh Jackson does a great job of that. Um, he does a great job mixing up the plays and you know getting J.O. in space and getting me downhill and just making sure you know, our offense is going. And uh, we do a great job helping Andy out as far as pass protection and things of that nature too. So anytime we can uh, do those things, we can definitely
4: help this team. You were a teammate of Odell Beckham in college. Did you see the catch he made last night?
6: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I talked to him after the game about it, too.
4: So are you surprised at all at the impact he's made at the pro level so far this year? Not
6: at all, man, not at all. He, he, if anyone paid attention to his college career, he's been doing those things since college and really since high school, man. He's just a freak of nature, uh, just probably one of the most freakish athletes I've seen. And uh, I was there with him uh, pre-draft when uh, he was just doing between-the-leg dunks and windmills and all that kind of crazy stuff. So um, I know what type of athlete he is, and uh, I'm, I'm glad he can really showcase his skill out there on Sundays and, and just be a playmaker like we all know he's capable of doing.
4: You have an elite wide receiver in your offense in A.J. Green. Talk about how defenses have to cover him and how that helps you as a running back.
6: Yeah, most definitely. I think you know when we miss AJ, uh, we, you could feel it. And uh, when he got back, he made an instant impact. You know, he he's just such a freakish athlete, uh, similar to Odell in that way. And he just demands double coverage. Anytime, anytime you play single on AJ, he's gonna make plays and, and make corners miss. And and he's just he's just a very dangerous threat, man. And uh, he he's a deep threat as well. So anytime you know you have AJ out there, you know he's uh, gonna make a make a huge difference out there on the field.
4: Now, before we went on here, we were talking about how you used to play fantasy football, you don't now, but Mohamed yeah. Sanu plays fantasy football and you're on his team. Talk about what you guys talk about in the locker room about you being on Muhammad's team.
6: <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I think, you know, we joke about it all the time because just the, just the the stuff we get from the fans on Twitter and things of that nature. And I'm always messing with AJ, like, hey, AJ, yeah, and he fantasy points through, even though I don't have a fantasy team. Just messing with him. And uh, Mo does a good job of doing it, too. So, um, you know, we have fun with them. I haven't asked Mo how this, how this team been
4: doing, but I'll probably do that after this. Now, does Muhammad Sanu talk to uh, Andy Dalton and say, hey, I-, I need some fantasy points. Can you throw the ball over to Jeremy Hill a little bit, give him the ball a little bit more?
6: <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, Andy's his quarterback, too, so that's a oh, pretty cool deal. Yeah, he-, he starts himself and he starts me, and Andy's the quarterback, so that's pretty cool.
4: So talk about Andy Dalton and his impact on this offense and on this team uh, this year.
6: Yeah, I think, you know, andy, Andy's andy been a great leader for us. I think, you know, the biggest leap, even though I wasn't here last year from what I've been hearing in the locker room and what I've seen, uh, just his leadership and him being vocal and, and just getting us where we need to be and him, him getting us in the right plays on the field. I, I think that goes unnoticed. Everyone sees Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and those quarterbacks doing it, but Andy does a great job getting us in the right protection, getting us, you know, the right uh, backers picked up in blitz and things of that nature. And that's the stuff that, that goes unnoticed that he does on a weekend and week out basis. And we definitely going to need him going down this stretch and
4: uh, he's our leader and we're going to need him to make big throws and uh, continue to uh, get us where we need to be great stuff continued success and thank you for joining us here on nfl fantasy live jeremy and thanks for having me all
2: right great stuff from jeremy hill there we showed you sunday's top 10 performers earlier in the show so now here are the next 10 of sunday's best you saw Des bryant there by the way a lot of t- a lot of really high scores going out there when Des Bryant with his two touchdowns uh, at 20 points is number 11. Aaron Rodgers had a nice solid day as well. Very surprising. LeGarrette Blunt's almost 20 points as well. Zach Mettenberger. It wasn't uh, all that surprising but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I was no, I
5: say the, the thing with, with LeGarrette Blount is that Bill Belichick has become predictable in his unpredictability to where <laughs> okay. you knew So that's predictable. It is predictable. <laughs> now you knew the moment that LeGarrette Blount was signed last week that it was going to spell doom for Jonas Gray, and that at some point he was going to come in and make an impact in the fantasy world. Maybe we weren't sure it was going to be Friday until he overslept, but at some point you realize Blunt was brought in for a reason, and everybody who comes in to the Patriots organization comes in with a very defined, specific role. Blunt has his to wreck our fantasy teams or to leave him on the bench. But he's going to be somebody you have to predict how they're going to game plan it. And so it's going to be tough going forward, but he's got his clear role.
3: All right, how about LaShawn
5: McCoy,
2: though? He absolutely broke out against Tennessee.
3: Well, he did, and he took advantage of this defense that was coming in with the 31st-ranked rushing defense. They really couldn't stop him. You know, this offensive line did well based on the matchup. LaShawn McCoy, he— he was the Shady McCoy that we've seen, sure. 21 touches, 130 yards. That's big production. And he's got all the you know, the physical attributes to be able to handle it. What we're looking for when it comes to Lashawn McCoy, he was drafted so high, we want to see more consistency. And so as they continue to go down, they've got some other guys that they have to face in the NFC East. Can he keep that consistency? I'm still a little, I'm still doubting LaShawn McCord. But great match or great play against the Titans. And it was guaranteed by our own Hall of Famer, Michael Fabian.
2: That's true. Yeah. He did call that on Sunday. All right. Uh, those just a few players who helped fantasy owners to victory on Sunday. And I'll switch over and look at the most disappointing performances right, yikes.
3: of the weekend. I told Michael Floyd, one of my trap players. Yep. So I'll put play it players. I mean zero, zero though. Yeah, and I called it. Zero. I called it. I zero. said zero. And then how about your boy, Frank Gore? Frank Gore,
5: that oh, that, that helps that you hurts. One. You know, who scores? <laughs> low side.
2: That's true. That's a very good point. Deshaun Jackson, I thought was a little bit of a surprise as well. I thought they were going to have to try to handle bit. the ball, uh, but uh, did not true to be uh, be true to that point. All right. Noticeably absent though was forty point man Jonas Gray. To your point, also missing New Viking Ben Tate. They had as many NFL carries. As we all did.
5: Right. Zero. <laughs> it was weird Zero's because I watched, you know, they were playing the Bears. I watched the game, and I'm like, who's getting all the kids? What are, the, what, what are they doing, you know? Or excuse me, the, the Packers game, I should say. It's like I couldn't understand what they were trying to do offensively. How about Jeremy Macklin, though, Rank? Uh, again,
2: there was a lot of concern from my part. Uh, when Jordan right. Matthews uh, kind of stepped in and became uh, one of the top two receivers in that scheme uh, for Mark Sanchez,
5: I was really worried about Jeremy Macklin's production and it's kind of sort of held to be true here. No, absolutely. He's been somebody who has disappeared right in about concert to the time of when I made a huge trade for him. So I don't know uh, if, that, if that's going to be uh, on my shoulders or not. But, yeah, it's very clear at this point Sanchez is looking for Jordan Matthews repeatedly. One, yes. And Macklin Number is just two. going to be fighting there for his uh, productivity. And also, if you saw this game, too, they were mixing in a lot of stuff to Darren Sproles. They were letting Darren Sproles run the ball. So, there, you know what? There's a lot of guys there in Philadelphia who can get the ball. It's not always going to be Macklin. Calvin Johnson, off-bark.
3: Well, this is very challenging, especially going up against a heady defense like the New England Patriots. And you knew that they were going to give a lot of different looks. And we saw that. I mean, going up against Calvin Johnson, we saw a lot of double team in this game. Yeah. We saw a lot of great play, too, by Darrell Revis when he was on the one-on-one matchup. So And Brandon I, Browner. And and Brandon Browner as well. So, in uh, the pressure that they were able to give to the quarterback, just didn't give them enough time. And you're going to see that when you have a guy like Calvin Johnson, he demands a lot of attention when you have great play in a cornerback and great defensive scheme, that usually is what's going to happen. Brandon
5: hurt. Marshall, also a big-time disappointment.
3: Yeah, but he's coming off a game where he had
5: two touchdowns the previous week, and sometimes these matchups just happen. I know Tampa Bay was really fired up for this game because it was Lovey Smith's return to Chicago, so they put out a pretty good effort, and, you know, the Bears kind of, you know, they just kind of struggled a little bit offensively, but in the second half, They were doing really well defensively, which was giving them a lot of short fields, which meant that they were going to give the ball to Matt Forte and let him carry it home for them. So that's... Basically what happened. It's just a little bit of an aberration. This week they got the Lions. They'll be throwing it a little bit more. There you go. Frank Gore, another guy, as we mentioned before, big time disappointment
2: against a pretty soft Washington defense. Yeah,
3: this no, this is this one right here was really d- disappointing because I had Frank Gore. I decided to play Frank Gore over Leguerrett Blunt. Oh. Play him over Alfred Morris. No. It was Alfred Morris and Legarr Blunt who had the bigger games. Yeah. But I will say this the emergence of Carlos Hyde. We're starting yeah. to see Jim Harbaugh really feature him in a lot of areas where you know that it's supposed to be for Frank Gore. So, he's losing carries to, uh, to Carlos Hyde. So, if you do own Frank Gore and Carlos Hyde somehow is still available, I'd say go pick him up if you gave up on him like I did.
2: I, you know, I'll say this too. Late in the game, it seemed as if Harbaugh trusted Carlos
3: Hyde more. He did. We well, did. because he had the one fumble. Frank Gore did have the one fumble to no, where – Don't get mad. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that's one. This that's a clear exactly. fantasy holder. <laughs> <laughs>
5: who had Frank Gore watching? Lowes right. Hyde score exactly. coming out, but it's under. He did it on the Monday night game against St. Louis, and next year I yeah. feel at some point Lowes Hyde is going to be talked about. Will as be a the guy, guy. possibly sneaking into the first round. Mm-hmm. All right. Possibly still to come. If you're looking for some roster help as
2: we steam ahead towards the fantasy playoffs, you've come to the right place. We're helping you decide who to pick and who to drop. After week 12's action. And we've got even more Monday night action to get you ready for. We're headed to the bio for our fantasy preview for the Saints and Ravens next. The Bayou or the Bio. Bio.
1: Coming up on NFL Fantasy Live, are you ready? It's almost time for the Monday Night Football Main Event. We got a full preview of the Ravens and Saints clash straight ahead. And it was a beautiful day in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. However, Richard Rogers and a cast of other unlikely characters may have spoiled your Sunday. Strike up the band because that, that helps. helps. No, no one, one is on the way. And the 2014 Fantasy Yearbook is out. And it's time to flip right to the superlative second section. Which player will most likely ruin your fantasy season? Stick around. This is NFL Fantasy Live.
0: Looks the other way, throwing complete, diving for the pylon, touchdown. Torrey Smith it, touchdown, touchdown
2: by Ingram. Steve Smith senior,
5: little floater, touchdown.
1: time to preview the main event here on NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose, the Ravens and Saints, and the official Monday night game for Week 12, Monday Night Football. We'll start with the home team, guys. Fabs, what do you expect from Drew Brees now that his uh, favorite receiver there, Brandon Cooks, has done for the season on IR?
4: Well, it's in New Orleans, right? And mm-hmm. when Knowledge. he's at home, he's very good. And, and honestly, if you look at the numbers, the Baltimore Ravens have not been great against the past this year. In fact, they have allowed... 300-plus passing yards in three of their last four road games. Breeze, 18-plus fantasy points in four of his last five games overall. So, I'm taking
1: the boys in black and Drew Breeze. So, so you said the Ravens haven't been great against the pass, Akbar. So, what does this mean for Kenny Stills tonight?
3: Well, this is going to be the Kenny Stills we saw in college. It's is going to be the Kenny Stills we've seen that had big games. This is going to be a very good Kenny Stills on Monday night. You talk about the Monday night lights, that gives you an extra boost of adrenaline. But going up against this secondary group, the reason why this defense has struggled is that they've gone through a combination of different guys in that secondary group. Of course, they've done the missing match, but look, it hasn't worked out for them. They haven't been very good. And if there's anybody who can read a defense like an open book, it's Drew Brees. So what does that mean if he's reading it like an open book? He knows where the open pages are. He knows where there's a bra- breaking the paragraph, and the break in their defense is going to be in their zone coverage. Kenny Steele will fill that void. He'll stretch this defense. He's going to score at least two touchdowns in this game. You better play him.
1: I love it. We better play him. Mark Ingram is at 100-plus rush yards in three of his last four Adam rank. Does he make that four or five?
5: He could certainly do that, although this is going to be a tougher matchup than a lot of people are into Although you do anticipate the Ravens being pretty good against the ground. The thing that's been scaring me is that he hasn't gotten to the end zone in back-to-back games and this is going to be a tough chore for him to get in against the Ravens, who have been very tough. They've allowed three rushing touchdowns to running backs this season. That is the second lowest total in the NFL right now. That so helps he's no gonna. One. Yeah, that would help absolutely no one. But again, I'm trying to be positive because at this point on Monday, you're playing the guy regardless. So yes, he could break through this week and have. You know what? He's going against me in my league of records, so that guarantees mm. him a touchdown.
1: Yeah. All right. Positive, Polly. Let's see what you gave him here.
5: 15.9, is that good enough for yeah, you? Yeah,
1: that's pretty good. All right. And I like, see? The, I like the numbers I see for Jimmy Graham there and yeah. Drew Brees. I'm, high, I'm
3: higher on Jimmy Graham. I'm okay. higher on Kenny Stills, and I think that's about it. I'm
4: high, that's right. Jimmy also, Graham has at least one touchdown in his last six yeah. games on Monday night, so he's almost a guaranteed to score a touchdown. He's guaranteed. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: All right, let's go to the Ravens side of things. And they have this running back, Justin Forsett. He's pretty darn good. I heard about him. He is in the Fantasy Player of the Year conversation, averaging 5.4 yards per rush, most in the NFL.
4: And if not for fantasy MVP, I mean, you're talking about the best waiver wire pickup Mm -hmm. in fantasy football this season because the running back position has been an absolute mess. And to get a guy like Forsett off the waiver wire, a top 10 fantasy running back, that's like finding gold, Jerry. It's absolute gold. (laughs) And you start them week in and week out. The Saints (laughs) have logged an average of over 20 fantasy points per game. The running backs this season, as well. So not only us for set produced for your fantasy team. He's also got a great matchup mm-hmm. in New Orleans.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for him as a traveling guy, a guy who's gone from team to team. Yep. He's found a place. He's found home. Cal good. running back. Yep. All
1: right. How about running Torrey back. Smith, uh, Adam? Three receiving tees in his last two road games. You think he'll get one tonight?
3: Absolutely. Well,
5: I'm going to say he's going to have a pretty good game because, as yeah. you see, he scored at least 12 fantasy points in four of his last five. And this comes on the heels of an opening stretch of the season where we thought that this guy might not be able to produce. In the early part of the season, it was all Steve Smith. It's, Torrey was just running the nine route, not doing a whole lot fantasy-wise, but over the last month or so, he's really kicked it into gear, so I expect him to have a pretty good game this week against the Saints, who give up a lot of fantasy points to receivers. So if if you're starting him, again, feel very comfortable with him.
1: The Saints do not give up a lot of fantasy points to tight ends, though, Akbar. So what does this mean for Owen Daniels? Well,
3: that means that those linebackers and the safeties are doing a very good job as far as defending the tight ends. That's what that typically means, that they know how to scheme around them. They can use a combination of the safeties and linebackers to bracket the tight end because of... The, the potency of this uh, tight end in this offense. But Joe Flacco's going to look to Owen Daniels a ton. He's going to be looking to help him move the chain. Owen Daniels, to me, is probably one of their best weapons just because of his versatility. So look for Owen Daniels to kind of break that that trend against tight ends for the New Orleans Saints.
1: All right, we might have another tight end that you could start tonight if you have one, but that's a tease cuz that's coming up in a second. All right. First, the Baltimore Ravens projections here and uh, Adam, you got 20 there for Flacco, Akbar. We're 16, all
4: digging 16. for set. That's for mm-hmm. sure.
1: Yeah, you See, are. See, I'm actually
4: starting
5: him in my league Adam 20.4. Against- I I've got I've got a tough matchup tonight. I got to win this one. Listen, so. it's, it's
1: not all about you, though. Uh, right? Is we we got to get to what the people want. So two Monday night games tonight: Jets Bills at 7 p.m. Eastern, and Ravens Saints at 8:30 Eastern. So let's get some potential sleepers in those two. And I understand you have a tight end we should pay attention to.
4: I do have a tight end you should pay attention to, and his name is Scott Chandler. Because mm-hmm. if you look at his history against the New York Jets, it's pretty good. We're not talking about a lot of yardage here, but he has scored three touchdowns in his last four games against the men in green.
1: Yeah. So he plays up for those divisional games, Akbar. Who do you have your eye well, on? Well,
4: you remember when I was telling you guys about the fact that this
3: secondary group for the Baltimore Ravens, they've done a lot of different combination yeah. rotating guys. Well, look, with Brandon Cooks out, you have to have another wide receiver. Mm-hmm. It can't just be all Kenny Stills. I'm looking at Marcus Colston, who hasn't been the Marcus Colston we've been accustomed to. Marcus Colston is the sleeper here.
1: But it makes sense with that situation, and you have another wide receiver you like.
3: Well, you know, brother, Detroit has also had a special
1: place he picked in the it. heart
5: Are
3: you gonna rip your shirt
5: off? of Hulkamaniacs everywhere. So I'm going Chris Hogan, brother. He's going to bring the noise at the same place. Where I lifted Andre
3: the Giant over my... Well, actually, that was the Pontiac suit. Is this your your Hulk Hogan mustache? Yes, you're finally getting it. You need a lot more hair right here. A little bit, yeah. 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 Is this really a job?
1: Do we get paid to do this? (laughs) Are we adults? In this world, we have fun, that's for sure. Nothing can be said to be certain except death, taxes, and a cast of characters that steal precious fantasy points from the stars in your lineup on Sundays. That helps no one is on the way. This is NFL Fantasy Live, Staking. Yeah. 15 Pro Bowl balloting is now open. It's fantasy football for real. Vote now for the best players at every position, regardless of conference, either online or on your mobile device at nfl.com slash Pro Bowl Ballot. Time now, though, for Groom Your Lineup, presented by Head. You know the drill by now. Each week, we comb through NFL.com's Fantasy Genius tool to find questions asked by real fans looking to groom their lineup. So if you have a question for us, just go to NFL.com slash genius. Okay, our first question on the docket here is sure. for you, Fabs. A tough one. Who should I add? LaGarrett Blunt, who returned nicely yes. into that Patriots backfield, or the hero from Thursday night, Latavius Murray, who seemed to pass out both the vets in uh, in that backfield earning the starting job. I'm going job.
4: with the upside, and I'm going to go with Latavius Murray. Nice. Nice, nice. Darren McFadden passed his prime. Maurice Jones drew. We love him because he plays fantasy football, but sorry, passed his prime. And Murray had four carries. Four. Two of them for touchdowns against a team that came in not allowing a rushing touchdown. There is tons and boatloads of upside. He is definitely the guy that I am picking up. But keep tabs on his status because he did have the concussion. He
3: has 10 days to recover from the
1: concussion. Absolutely. And if you
3: remember a couple years ago, I told you about uh, Latavius Murray. I saw him at UCF Mm -hmm. and I've watched him through his career. This kid is exciting. When he gets that opportunity, he'll ball out again.
2: He's a fast Brandon Jacobs.
1: He's big yeah, yeah, he's and big. he runs Physical. a 440. Oh, I remember when Brandon Jacobs was good on the Giants. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we miss him. Which struggling quarterback would you drop, Akbar? Huh? RG3 or Jay Cutler? I thought they were both gonna have big years this, know, this year. No dice.
3: This one is easy. It's RG3. RG three yeah. is done. I mean, he does not look like he has the same swag. There used to be a time when he threw the ball and he did this thing with his offhand, like he was like George Jefferson or something like that. That was that like you knew he was feeling himself and was feeling yeah. real cool, but he doesn't do that anymore. He's just getting sacked. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of protection. And I have to say, it's not all RG3. That offensive line, they struggle protecting mm-hmm. RG3. He's taking those hits, but he just doesn't have that confidence anymore. You see his fantasy production. He's scored less than 15 fantasy points in every game this year. He hasn't – he's been going this way. <laughs> At least with Jay Cutler, there's an up-and-down yeah. roller coaster. You think, well, maybe based on mm-hmm. matchup. I don't even care what the matchup is. Yeah. RG3 is not playing so
4: well. So RG3 is not moving on up? No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> he's got the Colts this week. Three yes. Points, 3.34 fantasy points is enough for you from a quarterback? Yeah, yeah. I leave. <laughs> no, yeah, that's no, what he right? had last week. All right. finally, uh, James, that's to you, which pass catcher should owners pick up? Timothy Wright there in New England or Jarvis Landry, who's been lighting it up in Miami?
2: You know, I really like Jarvis Landry. you got to go with the guy I think that's uh, scored four touchdowns yes. in four games. Look, Timothy Wright, a nice player as well, but too many zeros, too many times. Mm-hmm. He's too up and down for me. Uh, Jarvis Landry, a guy who, as you can see from these highlights, look, Nice. Ryan Tannehill trusts him inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Landry's not going to burn you with speed, but I tell you what, he's a crisp route runner. And, and again, in Bill Lazor's offense, they seem to be looking for him, yeah. especially around the goal line. And you know who they play next week? Who's that? Jets. Yeah.
3: And the reason, why, he, Great match, the reason why they're looking for him in Bill Lazor, he wants to keep everything in front of Tannehill. Not the deep ones, those intermediate routes is where he wants to use those, that offense to push through. The chain. Yeah,
1: and he Go. put 17 on the board there against uh, them last week. That was Groom Your Lineup presented by Head & Shoulders, the Broncos. Now it's time for the most interactive segment in all of fantasy football. Adam Rank counting down the scores. That helped no one.
5: All right, thanks, Molly. That's right. Each week we take a look back at those unheard-of players who robbed precious <laughs> fantasy points from the guys we actually started on Sunday. It's a tearjerker from some curtain jerkers in a segment we like to call
1: "That Helps No One."
5: To the video, and we start in Philadelphia. Sean Green rumbling in because Ken Wisenhunt has determined that Bishop Sankey will not give us any fantasy fantasy points this season. Sean Green, that's right. Fantasy owners green with envy. Nah. Nah. How about this? Soy and green is wasted fantasy points. No? <laughs> All right, for everybody in sector twenty-eight fourteen. That
2: no one. One. Let's
5: stay here. Earlier this season, really we wondered: the Is teams. there anybody who could stop Jeremy Macklin? Alto. There is Mark oh. Sanchez. Here is the perfect pass to James. Casey, yes, why would you want to throw it to Macklin or your BFF Jordan Matthews when you can thread the needle through triple coverage? Triple coverage right there to James Casey. Third catch of the year, second touchdown of the year, and the second time we said...
2: That that helps no one!
1: one. I like
5: Philly. Let's stay here. You know my old saying, garbage time points are still points. There's a chance. Bishop Sankey, but... Wait, does he have dreadlocks? No, no, no. That no, no, would be a negative. Negative. Ah, Great Wait, Caesars it's... ghost. It's Dexter McCluster. Oh, yeah, it's Dexter. He yeah. has a play he was, for but but he, was a, he was a Pro Bowler last. Was year. he? Well, yeah. nice work you did. You're going to go far, kid. And. <laughs> Matt <laughs> he helps no one. Atlanta. Matt Ryan hooked up with Julio Jones earlier in the game. Can he do it again? Yes. Uh, no. no. Steven Jackson, right? Bro. No. no. Quiz. Rogers. In other words, he failed the quiz. That. Actually, oh, what I said there was one of the most insanely idiotic things here, oh I've ever guys. said. <laughs> I award myself no points, and may God have mercy on my soul, because
2: <laughs> helps no oh, one. Minnesota,
5: making the show. Teddy Bridgewater is today the day we can see Cordero Patterson. Nope. Have you not been following along all season? There is no CP touchdown. Instead, it's Chuck Johnson, a guy the Browns couldn't play at receiver because...
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Cut the music, cut the music, cut the music. That's not true. It actually helped me because didn't you listen to the show on Sunday? To the video!
5: Listen,
2: I'm going to let my man Jerry O'Connell make my first danger zone
5: pick. Kings. Who's that receiver that Charles Johnson. Johnson! Charles
2: Johnson! Coach <laughs> Jennings
5: and uh, one other receiver. Uh,
0: Daryl it? Patterson. Patterson. Patterson! Yeah, he's that not guy. good. He's
2: not. <laughs> not very good. Sorry, Jerry. I just want to play football. (laughs) All right, listen, in between his bread fight against Matt Money Smith on our show Friday, the man famously known as Kush from Jerry Maguire called out second-year receiver Charles Johnson. He's a straight-up athlete. Last week, Charles had 87 yards. This week against Green Bay, you figure they got a pass. He could be in line for a pretty nice day as well.
5: So, yes, that helped me. Do you know what we're doing here? Are you through? I am. Let's go back to the video! Because that helps <laughs> no one. San Diego, home of the oh. San Diego Super Challenger, oh. Bailey. I was going to give you an opportunity for a bad Oprah joke, but no. Not nope. gonna take it. Oh, uh, but
3: wait. Oh, flag that's, that's on the fun.
5: play. <laughs> St. Louis is cheating. That's what you get, cheat. Oh, wait. John give it to Trey Mason. Sean Hill's like,
3: nope, I'm going to no. make the big board this week. No. I'm gonna help. That's, I'm gonna throw that's a... Oprah. That's Oprah-like. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. <laughs> Everybody gets a touchdown. Not Trey Talk Mason, far though. to that. I say
1: Yay! Denver,
5: everybody is scoring touchdowns. Wait, not you, Lamar Miller. Wait till you everybody the else except for Lamar Miller because Danny Thomas is the one who barges in Wait, there. He's still in the NFL. Make room for Daddy because here he is with the fantasy touchdown oh, right there. Sorry, some of these some of these references are only for my amusement because Daddy Daddy. Daddy. Jump the gun, Minnesota, <laughs> oh, the land of a thousand excited. thnos. John Coon in Should the game, but no, much? he's looking, he's <laughs> throwing, he's throwing. Wait a minute, Is that L- Bubba that's Franks? literally why. <laughs> <of> Richard Frank, <laughs> Richard <laughs> Rodgers, <laughs> yeah, Richard Rodgers. Wait, Rick Rogers, Aaron Rodgers loves his '80s music. He found a way to rickroll us. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Look at that. Hair. I just wanna tell you that helps no one. I'm never gonna <laughs> let you down. I just wanna uh, tell as you that is helps no first one. Face this This from is here. Teddy Bridgewater.
2: One of your tops that helps no one. All stars in uh, air quotes there. Uh, 19.6 points for him. Just one percent started. Zach Mettenberger, another danger zone player. My goodness, I'm on fire with danger zone. 19.6 for him as well. 0.2 percent started. Cole Beasley, Lewis Murphy, Daniel Thomas, you saw. Jarvis Landry shouldn't be on the list anymore.
3: No, no, he should not be. Jarvis Landry should not be on that list. You're absolutely
5: right. Now remember, if you want to see your tweets featured on the show, use the hashtag that helps no one. When you see a fantasy score that. Helps no one. Thank you, Billy. You're the best. Well, I don't think that I should. Now, this is the part of the show we add somebody to the Wall of Fame. They may have a drum roll, please. The Week 12 winner of that helps no one. It? Danny oh, yeah, Thomas? Thomas. Oh. You know, I wanted to do the Rick Roll. He goes right there. I would have done, but Aaron Rodgers technically helped can people you
3: post that up there properly. I really can't. Wow. Oh, well, you could read up. the bump really up for oh. me, oh. but I guess I'll come back. We're coming back. Him
5: out with our fantasy postseason superlatives when NFL Fantasy Live continues. So it's stick good. around. we're gonna let you T-White
4: Right here.
2: And welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live with the end of the fantasy regular season upon us. It's time to break out the 2014 fantasy yearbook. Obviously, the best part of any yearbook has to be the superlative section. Yes. Like, who is most likely to be a fantasy analyst? That would be Mr. Fabiano. I had so best Zeke in
3: high school, just so you know. Just saying. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so awkward.
4: <laughs> who is most likely to secure you a fantasy playoff spot, Fabs? Josh Gordon, because Josh Gordon is coming off a huge game, and we all know that last year he was the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. He's got the Bills this week. He is an unbelievably athletic receiver who's going to see targets Week in and week out. First game back. 16 targets. 16 targets. Crazy. Okay. All right, mister, that helps no
2: one. That's what I was voted. You're the perfect (laughs) man to ask this question. Who is most likely
5: to ruin your fantasy season? I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford because if you look at him, he's got great matchups going out in the fantasy playoffs to make you think. I'm going to start this guy, and then he will end up ruining you. I would find somebody else. I would even go after Ryan Tannehill, who's been playing much better as of late. Yeah, he's been putting up some points. Akbar, week 13 is make or break for many
3: fantasy teams. So who is the most practical bench player that you're going to start? Well, there's a combination. So it's going to be Marcus Wheaton because big arm in Ben Roethlisberger times – the poor secondary group for the New Orleans Saints means big points for Marcus Wheaton. See how I did that there? I was very studious in school, so you know I was in honors. And that's like an honors formula, this right is there. Just Marcus Wheaton <laughs> is going to be the guy that all you're going to hear from you in this segment. <laughs> I was valedictorian. That's, that's a pretty good word, uh, um, by the way.
2: Uh, by the way, with all this yearbook talk, we went into the archives and dug up this little beauty. Take uh-oh. a look at this. That, who is this? What? That who would be that? a young what? Michael <laughs> Fabiano. <laughs>
4: あははは! <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? I still All listen to the same music now that I did back then. Wow, look at your lapel and your tie.
2: Oh, oh that is pretty good. All oh, right, uh, listen, for more fantasy superlatives, be sure to visit NFLNow.com. Wow. Um, like and check out NFL Now on your uh, connected TV device this or by baby. downloading the app for free on your phone or tablet. But before you, oh. we get out of here, let's take a look at March to
5: 1100. Hashtag okay.
2: 1099. No, stop it, you. 1099.5. All right, so, of course, I promised everybody that I'd wear high heels if, you know, DeAndre oh, yeah. Hopkins. We didn't get to 1,100. We 1, where are we, where are we? Uh, we had a setback in Marshall 1,100. We had a setback. Just 39 yards for DeAndre yes. Hopkins. Now projected at 1,168. He was Oof. above 1,200 last week. Now dropping down into that very dangerous too 1,100 close. area. Oh boy, it's it's that, getting that's too dangerous close. close.
5: But thankfully, Ryan Fitzpatrick is back to get that number lower. So, no. <laughs> no targets
3: this week. How Ron dare you? What, I mean, are you going to be comfortable in heels? I've been doing calf lifts, so... So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have DeAndre Hopkins sign the pumps for you in advance, okay? okay, I'm going to have him sign in advance, so that way you can be ready to wear it on the last show. Why are you creating these crazy scenarios? DeAndre, if you're watching, please sign those (laughs) pumps for me. We'll we'll talk. Don't you think he wants... To have James win? No, he wants to I mean, see. He on. wants to be entertained. I he's a, he he's a man. He wrong. wants to be entertained. Yeah. What is
5: wrong with you guys? So he wants to be entertained. Does that does not, not entertain heels. Yeah. That's gotta happen. 10.99 is not That's kosher. A creepy. Not cool. I think yeah. you know. Hashtag 10.99. Use it today. That's Whenever you're interacting. Code. I will not answer your fantasy question unless you use hashtag 10.99. For Adam Rank, I'm
2: Miller and Michael Fabian, I'm James Cole. We are out of here for today. But tune in tomorrow for a full recap of the two. Monday night football matchups, NFL Fantasy Live returns at 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL Now.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you pull up to
3: game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night.
1: Mini-golf, anyone?
0: It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise.